everybody, welcome back to Cutie Chat Podcast. This is Mary. And this is Daryl. And this is your one-stop shop for all talk quarantine. We like to talk about what's in the news, uh, current affairs. Sometimes we like to share what our favorite TV or movies are that we're watching, the different things that we're doing in our lives personally and professionally. Other times we like to just come with a little motivation or inspiration and everything in between. Thank you guys so much for coming back for this episode. Today we are going to offer an update to what has happened since the January 6th Washington, D.C. Capitol riots. We do have updates on what's going on in Congress and some of the other things that we're learning, uh, some of the other details that have come forth. So in today's episode, we're just going to kind of finish needling the thread in this story as it continues to unfold. And so, Gil, if you want to kick it off, uh, something historic happened yesterday, <laughs> uh, January, what, uh, 14th? Right, yeah. So the historic thing was the second impeachment of a sitting U.S. president, and this, in this case it was uh, Donald Trump. So Donald Trump was impeached by the U.S. House uh, by a vote of all the Democrats and I believe nine or ten Republicans that voted to impeach uh, Donald Trump and so with that with that vote that puts it on a record that he has been impeached and <clears throat> the impeachment now gets sent to the Senate which will uh, they'll hold a trial and eventually vote on removing him from office which would also uh, which would also terminate his pension and terminate all benefits that Presidents. come with being a, a, a former president. He mm -hmm. essentially gets, uh, you know, gets marked as an impeached and removed president. Um, this Damn. is the second impeachment. The first one didn't result in, in removal uh, due to the Republican-led Congress and the Republican uh, majority leader, uh, this time will be a little bit different because now that the Democrats have, there's a 50-50 count in the House and with Kamala Harris coming in as the vice president, Joe Biden as a president, uh, Mitch McConnell won't be the Senate majority leader in, in, you know, for, in this time around. And so uh, there's that, plus the fact of an actual attack on our U.S. Capitol should lead to the impeachment by the House, at least that's um, the Senate. At least that's what we are hoping for. Uh, so that, the, that, that's, that's like the current state of things. And, and the historic piece was a, a twice-impeached president. I mean, nobody wants to be impeached at all. I mean, a, as a president the bar shouldn't be how many times you've been impeached. You know, there's one impeachment prior to this, because uh, even when Bill Clinton was tried, it they didn't find him, they, they never, they didn't get the count, you know, they didn't, they didn't, he didn't reach the impeachment line. And then when Richard Nixon, uh, he was about to be impeached, but he resigned to, uh, you know, to to circumvent the shame of it now we have a president that has been impeached twice and it's historic in the wrong kinds of ways and we just we're we're in the middle we're in the middle of it now and it's just crazy 
Well, yeah, just to piggyback on what Daryl said, in addition to losing his presidential privileges, if it does pass in the Senate after the trial, I was also, well, I also read and saw that he would be ineligible to run for any federal or public office in this country. And so that's another case because there are talks of him trying to relaunch a campaign in 2024. And so if he lost the ability to hold public office in this country, if nothing more, that is reason enough for this to take place. Because I hate to say this, <laughs> but everybody doesn't, everybody can't be president. Everybody should not be president. I know we say we should dream big and we should always speak things into our lives into existence, but there comes a time and a place where you just really need to have the right credentials and qualifications, especially when it comes to holding the highest office of the land in in a country like this one. And so, yeah. Um, I think what's even more ghastly about this situation is that much more details are coming out that there was a congresswoman, and I'm not going to say her name because um, I can't remember it offhand, but there was a congresswoman who allegedly provided the blueprint and the layout of the Capitol building and the offices um, of where people's offices were lo located in the Capitol. That came out yesterday. Additionally, there are inf there's information being provided that uh, this was an inside job, that there were people in Congress who knew this was going to happen and that were facilitating it, in addition to, obviously, the president and his administration. Um, also that uh, maybe the Pentagon had something to do with it, uh, maybe Secret Service or the FBI. And, and mind you, um, this is no disparagement to those agencies, but obviously when the president has pretty much lined the administration and a lot of these agencies with people to do his bidding, there comes no surprise that when he orders a war to begin, everybody would just kind of step in line and do what they're supposed to do. And so historically, those entities operate separate from the government. So there can be some level of like bias. And so we can have a check and balances. This president went against the grain from all of his appointees and these judge positions to all of his administration, to everybody he picked, there there were always people who were either poorly and ill-qualified, um, people who may have given him money in the past, or people he knew that when he needed to ring a bell, they would answer the call. And so we're finding out more and more and more, this was definitely an inside job. There are a lot of major players involved, and this will probably go down as one of the most historic, most just disgusting and just unforgivable acts of treason uh, that this country has ever seen and, and unfortunately the world is watching us and so even from like a national security standpoint it, it just as in a citizen of this country you just have to just scratch your head and just you know wonder where, where, where what is all this going to lead to yeah it it really is like a sad time for America and the facts that we have learned and that continue to come out only make it worse. For instance, we've learned that the woman that was shot and killed uh, while attacking the Capitol was a former uh, military, a former uh, Marine, U.S. Uh, I, don't, I don't know exactly which branch, which yeah. branch it's from, but she was uh, someone who fought for our country who has now been radicalized to attack the Capitol. And it wasn't just her. There were many military personnel, yep. retired and possibly active duty, and also pastors, 
firefighters, policemen, Olympians. Olympians wearing gold medals that attacked the Capitol building. Uh, it, it was just a cross section of of America and America's quote unquote finest um, attacking the Capitol with the help of of uh, Congress people. With the help, you know, we learned that uh, like you said, that that Mary said there were maps that they were in communication with Congress people. We know for certain that. The president himself, uh, you know, ordered the ordered the uh, the riot and the attack on the Capitol, and said nothing and did nothing while it went on until he was continuously pressured. Uh, we also know that. Uh, so yesterday during the impeachment, Republicans actually argued against impeaching, and they came with a number of arguments, such that. The attacks happened while the president was talking, so he couldn't have ordered them. And uh, there might have been Antifa, the the ghost, the ghost of uh, of the right wing that they want to blame whatever they do on. You know, it's right. like little kids that 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 uh, mess around and that that act up and break stuff, and, and in this case, attack the Capitol and kill people, and then they blame the ghost of Antifa. And so we've seen Republicans, like, after the fact, blaming, trying to cast the blame on others. We've seen Republicans who refused to certify the vote, even after the attack. They refused to certify the vote of the states and of the Electoral College before and after the attack. Go on to call for unity. Go on to call for peace. Like, they have been the ones instigating this whole thing. They've been the one providing maps to the to the to the domestic local terrorists and and now they're like let's let's call let's have a call for peace even while they're attack there are like warnings from the fbi and from the armed services that more attacks are coming mm -hmm. they they've uh they've made known that all 50 state capitals will possibly see armed protests and what exactly is an armed protest? I mean, right. that, not that's not a protest when you bring a gun. That's not a protest that any black people are in. I tell you, that's what that means because we've seen the the response to peaceful Black Lives Matter protests, but now we have armed Militia. armed MAGA protests coming to state capitals, and we'll see what the response is because we've seen the response when uh, the armed MAGAs come to the capital. We've seen that they let the doors wide open for them and they they let them just rampage through the capitol building so so of course that's going to embolden them to attack each of the 50 state capitals um it's just it's just like a huge huge mess that we are witnessing and we've seen the 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 head of department homeland security chad wolf resign days before you know basically a week before the inauguration so and that's a cabinet position. He basically resigned so that he wouldn't have to invoke the 25th Amendment against Trump. Uh, and so he took the coward's way out, not even, you know, uh, wanting to stand up for his country, but leaving the country defenseless, leaving his post for a week during this time when there have been memos that more attacks are coming. So the, the guy at the top of the, you know, at, at the top of the chain 
He's like, just leaving the country wide open. Very much like the Capitol was left wide open on uh, January 6th. So we see the so-called patriotic patriots. We see what they are actually, they are actually cowards. Yeah, and and, and just to add on to that, Daryl, something else we learned in the last few days that because let's not forget we are still in a pandemic because of COVID-19 and while the Congress people had to hunker down in the House and in the Senate and then they were ushered to small quarters that did not have good um, you know good airway ventilation ventilation um, most of the Republicans refused to wear masks all the Democrats did but most of the Republicans refused to wear them as a result Several Democrats have now tested positive for COVID-19. On top of everything else, now we have like literal, what you, what you call it, Daryl, biological warfare at this point? Right. I mean, they came in and they affected, infected other congressmen who otherwise would not have been infected. Yes. So that attack was very much i mean if you go into uh, go into a building or into an enclosed area and release an aerosol that makes people sick that's called a biological attack so that's what we've seen and i'll just also throw this in the news definitely has made a light of the note that with the reporting and video that we have seen of the raid and the attack on the Capitol show multiple, multiple turds, feces all over the Capitol. I mean, we didn't, thankfully, they didn't show anybody actually in the process of it, but the news will not report that turds. I mean, you see the turds on camera, but we're at the point now that, that, the, that the anchors don't even, that's not a big deal. Turds in the Capitol. Yes, urine, People. urine and feces smeared on walls and just left in piles, trash, beer cans, cigarette butts. And the irony in that is a lot of these people are chanting, our house, our house, whose house, our house. And Daryl and I have to beg the question, who pees in their house? Who smears feces on the walls in their house? Who leaves trash and cigarette butts and food debris? And then... Guess what? Black people and Latino people are left to clean it up, as usual. And I just want to make this other point here. Like, the the Post reporting has shown the black officer that led these deranged people away from from uh, the Congress halls and, and therefore saving a lot of lives because they were just basically chasing this guy until he found backup. So there was a black cop who saved a lot of people's lives. There's a white cop who actually was trying to negotiate and talk some sense into the Viking-headed dude who was seemingly one of the ringleaders. Uh, he's become synonymous with the raid itself. So there's like a white cop who has who's gotten some kudos for trying to talk this guy down. And then, yeah, like the, the, the Post reporting shows the the workers, the, the, the Mexican, Hispanic workers, the, the black workers, the white workers, everybody who always has to come up behind the the worst privileged. elements the privileged to clean up things so that we could get back to 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 normal so that congress could actually finish their job last last thursday and actually certify the votes um and that's something that 
thankfully Mike Pence carried out his his job and his duty to do, you know, specifically because Trump was targeting him. Yeah. Trump told them, "Go get Mike Pence." Yeah. They set up him. they set up gallows for Mike Pence. Uh, it's been reported that other you know members of Congress were attacked. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yeah. Um, there's been reports that Hakeem Jeffries, he he basically it was like prepared to go toe to toe, like yeah. he wasn't about to just keep on hiding because they they were they were mad. Um, there's so much more that's coming out that is just it's just saddening and sickening and you know it's a story that continues. Right, it's, it's a never ending story. You know, it, it just takes me back to the end of December, and I think everybody had this notion, I can't wait till 2020 is over. Just We need a new year. We need a new year. And the reality is that other than it going from a zero to a one, you know, the reality is that we're still in a pandemic. We're still dealing with a crazy administration and president, and we're still trying to figure out a way to cope with all of this. And so I'm still optimistic and hopeful that when we get past whatever this horrible footnote is in American history we can all come together to rebuild and restore but right now witnessing this live and in person is just it's just overwhelming because I mean the pandemic is still raging and um, I mean and here's the other thing like the coronavirus numbers in the next two weeks I mean I mean uh, are the medical people that handle all the frontline employees the doctors of all these people supposed to take care of all these people who try to attack the country or is that just not a conversation we gonna have? Like anybody is welcome to have medical care as long as they have insurance or as long as they're sick. Like, should these people even still be considered a part of the American system that they're so trying so hard to dismantle and tear down? I mean, it's, it's just so many polarizing questions about where we're going to end up as a society. And like Daryl said, watching this privilege, it's a bit much. As black people, it's a bit much to stomach because. Hulu put together, if you're interested, we watched yesterday, a timeline of events from beginning to end, and they did a side-by-side of the Black Lives Matter protests versus what happened on the 6th of January. And if you have two eyes and two ears and have any type of conscience, it would definitely unsettle you and bother you to see the extreme use of force used on people who had no intentions of entering the Capitol, who just wanted to make a point versus the people who smear boo-boo on the walls of Congress. Yeah, I mean, it basically shows and makes the case that if you are a person of color, come in in peace, then we will show we will uh, show the full force of the U.S. military against you. And in the show of peace, then we'll shoot r- rubber bullets and gas you so that the president can take a picture. If... You are a white terrorist if you believe in QAnon, if you believe that the government is run by satanic pedophiles, if you, you know, if you praise Trump and if you volunteer to wipe his butt, then go ahead, take over the country. That's, you you know, the military, nobody's going to call for them. The commander in chief, the commander of the of the military of the most powerful country in the world, will let you do whatever you want to. What do, what do you call that government? I mean, what what would what would Putin call it? Like familiar, I think. 
that that's the way it should be in his eyes. Kim Jong-un was probably like applauding, like, good job. You know, that's that's something that, that he would do. Right. I mean, we've Trump has already like allied himself with the worst elements in the world and it continues and it will continue until we actually see a response to it because we haven't yet. We've seen these people ransack the Capitol, go home, and now they're basically like double agents in the world because they weren't they weren't arrested on the spot in the act of attacking the Capitol. And you know, they did it without a mask. They did it without a they 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 were bold and bold enough to do it without covering up their faces, and as many people that were there, the number of arrests is just embarrassing. It's just simply embarrassing. And Daryl, as you, the guy you pointed out that had had donned the, the um, what, that head dress and all that weird garb he was wearing, well, he was identified, put in prison, and decided to do a hunger strike because he only eats organic food. And then the prison decided to ap- ap- appease him, and now he's being fed organic food. A damn te- excuse my language, but a terrorist. His his dietary requirements are being accommodated. I just that 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 tells you everything you need to know. Just yeah. in case you didn't. Hashtag privilege. So we will continue to monitor a situation. Uh, we can't really help but monitor it because everybody's life is in danger because of the lax military and because of the lax response and because uh, white power and white nationalism has been harbored and abetted in this country for so many years that now here we are with white white terrorists embedded in in every every agency federally every agency locally in 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 the courts in the police systems uh there's basically yeah you know the the people that are a lot of the people that have authority in the country now we know don't or we've always known you know want to see the country burn we, we we now see that and they've made their purpose known so we will continue to monitor the situation all right guys that was an intense episode but hey we just have to call it like we see it and we are always going to just shoot straight from the head we're going to give you the information we get it and we're going to distill it to you and provide it as we so with all that being said, thank you so much for tuning in. We will have updates if we get them. Uh, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. This is Mary. And this is Daryl. We'll see you next time.